To give context, one thing that was not mentioned, uh, Kim brings up quotas in affirmative action, and it is actually legal to have quotas. Um, so I want to add that right now. At the time of the recording, we did not know this. I looked it up, and it is illegal to have quotas when hiring and or allowing someone into a space when doing, when using affirmative action. That's all. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Naime, and Kim with Digging It with Naime. Hey, Kim. If this is your first time on the pod, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back, family. <laughs> Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Miss Naime? I am all right. Are you blessed and highly favored? Yeah. Mm. Just by. Come on now. So... Oh my gosh, this is what you'd be doing when I'm sitting here. <laughs> These gaps of time. Oh, yeah, this is what I'm doing. Oh my gosh. Kim. Yes. There's a lot happening in the news right now. It's a lot happening in this world and just a lot is happening. Indubitably. That's been my word for the week. Do oh. you, what, what do you, because <laughs> I'm trying to decide. So I kind of want to talk about affirmative action. Did you hear about what's happening? I did. Um. So one of the things specifically that I want to discuss is how this situation that is going on only has to do within colleges. However, I think this is a this is a good start for them to continue to push that and change the law in every aspect. What I also find interesting Is that like, leave us alone. Like, why do y'all care so much? Can you tell the people what's going on so they understand? And then we'll give our sound off. So, affirmative action. I'm not looking it up exactly because I actually don't know what year. But affirmative, ooh, that was the first thing that popped up because of what's happening. Um, so, affirmative action is the practice of the practice of I don't want to say favoring. I was gonna say you got Google right there. <laughs> okay. So according to Google, it is a policy favoring individuals belonging to groups regarded as disadvantaged or subject to discrimination. I would say affirmative action is enforcing and making sure that people are not discriminated against based on race, gender, um, nationality, whether they have a criminal record or not, and also disability, right? So I'm not allowed to not admit someone or hire someone because they are disabled. Um, that is affirmative action. Are we sure? Yes. I feel like that was a d- something different. I thought affirmative action was you have to let a certain amount of people into an establishment. So if it's a university, like there has to be some type of representation of a specific group, including the race, sexual, or whatever the case is. That's my understanding of affirmative action. I think maybe 
jobs and organizations had put quotas so that they could meet them, yeah. right? So, like... That's I, what it is. Well, no. It's just as long as, as they're yeah. let in. I think organizations, schools said, we're going to set this number so, so there's no reason someone would tell us, right? If we say we're hiring 19 people, mm-hmm. you can't say, I didn't, you didn't hire. Well, we hired the 19 we said. So we're meeting our that's what I'm quota. Saying. Yeah. But it's not, it's, that's not based on law. From my understanding, the law isn't saying you need this many people or you need that many people. It's an organization who decides how many they want to let in. The law just says you can't discriminate against them. Gotcha. Based on this, this, this. Does that make sense? I suppose, yeah. So a school, so the number, you're talking about for a number, that just is based on the church or school or a hiring company or whatever. That's not based on law. And then what was the definition again? And it happened in the 1960s. That's what it was. I wasn't sure if it was in the 60s or 70s. Um, So the definition, again, according to this, is the practice or policy of favoring individuals belonging to groups regarded as disadvantaged or subject to discrimination. So again, there has been, because of white supremacy and because of the historic, historical significance of the country we current, excuse me, the country of the United States of America, affirmative action was supposed to be a space where people who in, in previous time weren't allowed to have access can now have access. Realistically though, affirmative, sorry, I guess I'm too loud. Realistically, no, realistically, though, <laughs> affirmative action really benefits white women, right? White women now have so much more opportunity in space because we see more white women in spaces than we see black women or black men. Why do you say specifically that group? Because it benefits them. But, but what I guess what I'm asking is how do you know specifically that group of people it benefits more? Because if we look in, if we look in spaces board directors and things like that they have all white men and they have that one white woman that's affirmative action that's considered affirmative action because white women weren't allowed to vote white women didn't have certain right the whole feminist movement before um non-white women got involved the whole push was why are black men getting the right to vote before we do right like there was this not you putting your hands on your hip (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so, what were you going to say? Were you going to say something? Tell us what happened in the news while you brought it up. So, um, there was a, a <laughs> there was an Asian man. Um, I don't know what he looked like. I don't know where he's from. I don't know none of that. But I know that there was a man who applied to get into Harvard and was rejected and made a fuss about it and took it to the Supreme Court. And his whole push was, because y'all land these black people in, I can't get a space. For all of y'all that cannot see Name right now, she <laughs> continues to put her hands on her hip like, like a you old, know, Like, you know, uh, someone throws a fit. <laughs> like, someone throws a fit, so they put their hands on their hips. So... And what happened? And they ended up in favor, six to three. Mm-hmm. We're in favor of, I don't want to say repealing because it wasn't repealed, but they were in favor of making, they said constitutionally the 14th Amendment didn't protect 
the affirmative action within colleges and universities. Mm -hmm. And so they dismantled that. I don't know if that's the right term, but that's the term I'm going to use. And the thing is that they didn't, in, in regards to that, they only talked about when it comes to race. They didn't talk about when it came to legacies. Mm. They didn't talk about when it came to people just with money and who mm. are going to pay for their child to get in by donating, quote unquote, or a building. rowing scholarships. <laughs> and realistically, we'll leave that alone. right? Realistically. <laughs> and then so there was this thing I saw on Twitter and it was like Harvard, black students at Harvard made up less than like 6% of students, right? S- specifically, 40% of the student population were wealthy, white legacy students. So, like, realistically, those are, those are the ones who actually probably didn't do well in school. Which is why you didn't get into Harvard, sir. But it's like, that's actually probably why you didn't get in. Not because of the black student who's over there, but it's actually because of uh, Don Kennedy's mama gave him a spot, right? The JFKs probably all have spots. Spielberg's children probably all have spots. Like, that's realistically Every what senator, it is. senator, president. Um, now, also, I would just like to point out, because there's a lot of conversations regarding this aspect, but I think it's a kind of an interesting opportunity for HBCUs to literally push their, their programs their colleges, their schools, these prestigious institutions that I feel like they can change the game. They can change the conversation. And the idea of Howard is a phenomenal school. Spelman, fantastic. There's all these big um, colleges, right, that would celebrate, embrace the African-American students versus like, why keep knocking on a door and going up this uphill battle well, for someone who doesn't want to let you in? Yeah, well, like, I mean, that's, like, why, that's why, not, why the schools are there to begin with, Exactly. Right? Like, so why not build up those institutions and make them prestigious? What make about them, Latino students, though? So same non-black thing. There's students. them there, too. Just let them there? Yeah. So then what happens if that becomes dominated with Latinos? Or maybe Latinos come up with... A school. I don't know. I'm just giving out ideas. I, no, I get it. But what I think, it's an interesting opportunity for them to really just go, like, we want you. Like, why, why are you trying so hard to fit into a group that's trying so hard to keep you out when we will literally build based on you? Like, we, and think about it, we're in every type of industry in the world leading a lot of the things. Like, so if we are to harvest that into spaces that are celebrate celebrated by us why not why not build up those into the the big momentous institutions i think and i always wonder i'm like who was the people who were like harvard yale stanford those are cream of the crop like people correct so what if we were to change the narrative um i hear you and i think that so one thing I want to make sure I say is that this decision only has to do with University of North Carolina and Harvard. Mm-hmm. Well, California however, got rid of it a while ago. However. Years ago. I don't know about that. But, they did. But however, this sets precedent because now other schools are going to be like, oh, so we don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. Right? So this starts something. But I think, uh, I hear what you're saying. 
I'm just now I'm concerned though that if this is what we're doing now, what more will they do? I mean, we've kind of been seeing it play out. Right, but I'm saying what more are they going to do? And so we can't let it happen. Because if we let this happen, then we're going to let the next few things like no, it, it has to stop here. It has to stop. We have to fight against it because if not, they're going to continue to to take more of our rights. And that's why it's important to rally or whatever it is, rally the troops. Um, but I hear you, especially at a time where college is not affordable. Not at all. Like, we don't I personally be... don't want to go somewhere where I'm going to be the only student in the room looking like me. I mean, you work at a job and where you're the only person that looks exactly, like you. Exactly. And I don't like it. So but why, but I don't pay for it. But why they be pay me? Then? But, but what I'm then? saying is what? Why be in your industry? Cause I enjoy what I do. Why not look for a, a black owned Industry in Not Arizona, industry. a black owned. Well, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's black owned businesses in that Arizona. pays well, like this. I, I black, don't know, there's black owned businesses in Arizona that pay well, yeah. That's another thing. We can't in the, in the travel industry. Well. Do you want to be in the travel industry? Yes, I enjoy my job, but, but I'm saying, you see what you're saying. So, even what, you, what you're saying, someone that's someone's story. I'm gonna go to Harvard. My, my father, I'm a legacy, I'm black, but I'm you know, what I'm saying, like, that's mm-hmm. someone else, like, someone, no, like, people want to go there, let them go there. I feel like to pay them, like to give you. But money, again, but it makes me think of for you to work to break your back for the. It's the same but hold thing. Hold on, though. hold on. I don't think it is, but it makes me think of when we. This is a, on a very small scale. When we went to the event um, during Super Bowl weekend, and we were waiting in line to get tacos, we were waiting. We had stood there for like twenty minutes, and then some person came up. And went right in front of us. And the people who saw us, who, the people who were setting up, who were preparing the food, they had seen us standing there for 20 minutes. And they still decided to serve these other people first. And you're like, you know what? I'm not trying to give them my business. That's fine. And yet... That's how still... I feel that it should be with these colleges. Just in my opinion. I like, get that. Why, why would I give you my 100 grand or whatever in student loans for y'all not to even want me? I get that. You clearly don't but want you know, respect my money enough. I get that. But but the other part of it though, realistically, is is now we because this was a su- Supreme Court's decision. Mm-hmm. So now the conversation turns to Harvard and University of North Carolina. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Because just because that's what they say doesn't, doesn't mean, mean they that have you have to, to, to change it. anything. Yeah. So that's really the question now. But it's also we live in a day and age of I think Social media and public opinion plays a huge part in a lot of things. Yes. So, like you said, like the Supreme Court can rule on this decision, but do they really want to be known for not having a whole bunch of diversity on their campus? Which I mean, they already again forty percent of. But what I'm saying is, legacy. How many people? How many people? Just using an example for the, (laughs) for the the um. George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery situation, when that happened, people were going to all types of businesses, their social medias, to see, like, what does their board of directors look like? What do their, um, their, their, their demographics look like? And people were, like, coming at these companies. Do you remember that? Yeah, but like, only so, for a certain amount of time. So oh, I well, I feel like some people reach. still do that. I think you still operate kind of like that. Like, if it doesn't meet your like moral standards. Yeah, I've always operated but, like that. But what I'm saying is, is... Companies want to be as, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, appeasable to the public as they can. So I think that would also play a part in 
Harvard. If all of a sudden mm-hmm. there's only three students yeah, maybe. in the we'll last see. five years that are of, of color, I think that wouldn't shine a great light on them. So I think yeah, I public guess opinion we'll plays, a, plays a huge role in that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I, I, I think that's a good point. Because um, people were getting upset over companies that you wouldn't even think. Like, who? Yeah. Why would you care what their stance on something is? Like, it could be an ice cream company or, or it was just random stuff, but people were going hard. I mean, you do. I mean, I get. I mean, I care about everything. But that's because I don't, like, you don't need my money. I'm very big on that. Very big. You on that. don't need my money. Yeah, that's I will, what I'm I will saying. Move and shift and change, but I, you know, I, I think I think there's so many layers to it, right? So, and and I don't think Harvard, no, but let's let's say ASU decide to do this, okay? Let's say this happened with ASU, right? My, I went to ASU. Party on, Rockers. Um, no, <laughs> but let's say ASU decide to pull this, or I, I don't even know what. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know if Harvard made a statement. Like, I don't know, right? And I should probably look that up. I'm not going to, but I should. I probably will later, not in this moment. But um, realistically, right? Like, what if that was the only school I applied for? That's the only school that accepted me. And now you're saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's... If they accepted so, you, what would be the problem? Um... Well, before. Now they have this new thing. Like, I don't know. I, to, to your point of, like, why would you even want to go there? Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is that it's just so layered, right? Like, everyone has their own reasoning for doing things, and, and it's so layered. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens and how it goes. And I just really think this is a great opportunity for HBCU to, like, I saw it trending on Twitter, too. So people were – I know people were – but, you know, I, I also um, – you know, there's still a lot of politics in HBCUs. Yeah. And there's still, and please don't come for me, anyone, but there's still kind of like respect, respectability politics within the black community, right? Like who deserves to be here and who doesn't, right? We make I didn't of, say it wasn't going to be hard to get into because it's still a prestigious school. But no, but I'm not, I'm talking about outside of prestige, right? So now I'm here, but, but I'm too black for you or I'm too this or like, I've, I've seen that. I've heard that. Um, I don't know. I've never been to... In HBCU, I wish I did go. I have. I do too. I really wish. I really wish I could get my my master's from one. Um, but I I have a friend. I have a few friends who went to Spelman and a few other places, and that's a conversation that's have of like. Well, there's gonna be issues everywhere. Yes, yes. But I'm I'm just I'm just adding to the conversation, right? Like, it's not. I don't think it's gonna be. Um, it's nuanced, and there's a lot of. In my optimism, I say HBCUs change the conversation and y'all become that prestigious. What's also annoying is that they are, though. They are, but 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 what I'm saying is, be the more desirable. Think about, about, so to your point of, like, that's your career and you want to work there. Remember when we saw um, the movie with Lauren, why am I, uh, with Lauren London and Jonah Hill. You people. You people. And remember, she went to her interview to try to book this gig for fashion and they were like oh harvard she's like actually went to howard and they're like and they end up not giving her a job change the narrative no but that's not why they didn't want her they wanted her they wanted her because they thought it was this this beautiful like connective right C- uh, connection because of harvard the point i'm saying is that doesn't mean it's gonna just um 
choosing HBCU, it doesn't mean it's, it's going to open the doors like we think it is. What, what I'm, I'm saying. saying is, when I say change make, the I conversation. I get it. Make it into this thing. I get that. But what I'm saying is Where that. Where our top leaders in everything are from these industries. I get that. What do you have for us? So I wanted to talk about. Well, see, the subject I had to talk about was a little heavy, but I feel like we started in heavy, so we should do something lighter. No, go. Um, <laughs> Just go. I'm gonna start with light, and then I'll say what I really. Oh, have. you got two. I do. I don't know if y'all have been watching for my sports fans Can I, out no, there. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You do this thing, and I find it so funny every time I go back and listen to this. What? Where you instead of be like, I'm gonna talk to Naime. Right, Naime, Naime. I this, like to talk you to say, the people. I don't know if y'all know this. Like, you talk to, I want to talk to the people. Are we not? It's just, so, it's just funny to me. Every time I listen to it, I just giggle because I'm like, oh, she's talking to me. But she's not talking to Naime recorder. She's talking to Naime listener. It's you talent. Know what I'm no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. For all of my sports fans out there, um, it has been a crazy, crazy, crazy um, NBA offseason thus far, and it just started. Mind you, finals just ended a few weeks back. Congratulations to the Nuggets. That was actually a pretty fun um, win to watch. I always love, like, an underdog story. That was really cool, watching Jamal Murray after suffering for being out postseason two years and then to him finally getting his championship and crying. The parade girl, it looked so fun. Like, I actually had a co-worker who was from Colorado who flew back just to like participate in the parade. He was like, it was insane. The city was on live fire. literally for for days. Because low key they be burning stuff. And no one gets arrested. If we ever want some, it'd be crazy. Um, so I understand. I'm not even mad at it. It's their first time ever getting a championship. I think that's so dope. But the coach himself was hilarious. He was completely out of um character if you will so like every time you see him he's very poised very professional very like put together but he looked like he was just the life of the party he would be so fun to be around like he it was it was just great just seeing them get to enjoy this moment um so yeah but back to the off season being a little crazy there's trades and trades and trades all over the place there's draft picks that are being dismantled the suns will not have a favorable favorable draft pick technically till 2040 allegedly we don't give all of our stuff away girl but anyways on to what i really had so a few weeks ago actually not even a few weeks just a couple weeks ago there was a situation where a woman in Chicago um, had went into a restaurant to order food and she got into this um, altercation with a, another patron that was there. It was the, a man, a fairly like, I wouldn't say large man, but like a, a good size, strong male um, who, who went into the, the restaurant. Not sure what the conversation was or what led the, all the argument like to to come about but they ended up um getting into it and this man ended up hitting her hitting her um in the face in the head her 14 year old son came out and ended up shooting this man um using his mother's uh, 
gun that she kept in her glove compartment. They ended up arresting the, the mother and both the son um, for a first degree murder, which is, wow, a lot for a 14 year old, right? Um, so at one part of the video, like when you're watching um, the altercation as it first happens, you see the woman tell her son to go back in the car. And, but like what 14 year old kid's gonna sit there and watch his mama like get screamed at or yelled at or whatever the case may be. And then to watch her get beaten, like he, he kind of just reacted. So it was just, it's an unfortunate situation all the way around. But I, I say this to say, so they ended up being charged with um, first degree murder. Um, and the story ended up leaking out. This all happened around June 18th. Um, the story ended up leaking out in Cook County. And there were just so many people that rallied behind um, the release of, of the mother and the son um, to that they were just doing self-defense or whatever the case may be. Um, and they ended up getting the, the case dismissed, which is very rare, right? Like when we hear of cases getting dismissed, it's not like a small thing, especially when it's um, charges so serious. Um, so it was just a very, very interesting yet unique situation that happened. And I thought I would share that with you. And have you had the opportunity to like see the video of like oh, the I altercation? I'm not watching that. No, it's not showing him getting hurt or anything. It's literally just the altercation like her, from the restaurant. Him, him hitting her? Yeah. Yeah, I won't watch gotcha. that. Gotcha. I don't watch stuff like that. I, I, it, ugh, I can't. Um, but... I'm all for you see something, you do something. So I really wish that this boy wouldn't have to traumatize himself by mm -hmm. now having to kill someone. I really wish whatever men may have been in there could have um, stepped in some way, somehow. You hit on something. Whether it been three, yeah. Whether it had been, if there's three men in there, all three of these men could have maybe pulled him off and held him down. I don't know. I also do know that you know you put yourself into a situation and. I don't know, but I, but I'm I'm very much so, and I was talking to my aunt about this um, when I, I so I was in Nebraska this past weekend. There ain't nothing out there, um, <laughs> but I was out there, and there was this. I was at a funeral, and there was these little boys. They were little kids, but they were fighting, and they were kind of yelling at each other and disrupting the funeral. And then the mom, and and they're Latino, and the mom trying to like stop them and pull them away from them. She was being loud. Now they were in the back. They were like in the front, and I don't know if anyone else noticed. I don't know if it, I don't know if it disturbed anyone else, but I know it disturbed me. And so I noticed it, and I looked down. and I said, "Hey, stop!" And the boy looked at me and kind of like cowered away. Anyways, I ended up talking to one of my aunts about it, who's my my uncle's wife, and I was talking to her about it, and she was like, "My sister would have been my sister would have cussed you out. Like you don't do stuff like that." And I'm like, "I get that. I know people who are like that, right? Like don't don't uh, discipline my, my children, but like." <laughs> She was now causing a scene. Mm -hmm. And I noticed some people were looking, some people, like, this, they're doing the eulogy and you're, this is happening, right? Mm -hmm. And they stopped. The boys actually stopped. But then I noticed that they left. They didn't leave the funeral. They just moved away from me. Mm -hmm. So maybe the mom was upset. But I am very much so, like, community. Like, and you so. Don't do if, it to the wrong one. I'm if you, <laughs> but if you see something. not everybody I, And I know see that. that. And I know that because my aunt said that. And I'm just like, but that's so frustrating. Because if I am hurt, like, 
I don't know, but I do know, I do know, not, I do know some, that we live in a time right now where everyone's like, mind your business, stay in your lane. And it's like, that's so sad. I see you struggling. I see this going bad. You know what I'm saying? Because I also know that these men who didn't do anything, if their if their faces in these videos, I bet you people are saying a lot of stuff about mm-hmm. them and to their face. And with with nowadays with people getting so upset over stuff, I bet people are throwing rocks at their house and you know if if they're if they're noticeable, right? If people can can look at these men who didn't do anything and say, "Oh, I know who they are." I just think about the trauma for for each one of the people involved in the situation. Yeah. Like this 14-year-old boy who was an honor roll student. Like, and his mother as well. She, I think she was a mother of four, I believe they said. No priors, no nothing. Like, just your everyday, like, went out to get some food. But even for the male who lost his life, like, that's unfortunate for that family. Like, there's just so many layers where it's like, did this even have to occur? Would it be any different if he was an honorable student and if she... Not at all. I think it's unfortunate for everyone Okay, involved. it was just you added all those things. So I was no, like... No, I, I just I said the man as was... well. Like, we don't know what no, like, I know, the but situation I'm talking, like, even the or woman, his family. Like, let's say she did have priors. Would it have been different? No, I'm just saying. It's okay. a, something that's completely out of the norm of their everyday life. Like, they've never experienced being in a jail cell. Like, like that's got to be traumatic. It's got to be. But that's all that I had. Thanks for sharing. Okay, so what we're digging into today, um, I just want to share some facts. Both Kim and I are millennials. And, oh, the whole Airbnb situation. I'm going to bring that up in regards to this a little later. But, so, I'm going to give some facts. You're a little loud. (laughs) According to 2023, (laughs) estimates from the St. Louis Federal... Millennials and Gen Zers have 75 cents of wealth for every $1 that Gen Xers had at the same age. Why are you laughing? Because that's just sad. And Gen Xers and Millennials have 85 cents for every $1 baby boomers had. Sorry. The numbers are far worse for black families who have 25 cents of wealth for every $1 held by white families. For Hispanic families, it's still worse at 24 cents of wealth for every $1 white families have. The St. Louis Federal measures wealth expectations or how much wealth we expect a typical family to have at each age. Millennials are 11% behind and that's being billed as progress because calculations from a few years ago put us at 40%. In 189, I'm sorry, in 1889, baby, baby boomers accounted for about 37% of the U.S. population. When? 1889. Okay. And held about 21% of the wealth. By contrast, when millennials were the same age, we accounted for 30% of the population... You want to guess percentage-wise of the wealth? 20%. But you know what I will also say? I'm going to give my own facts. Millennials tend to be a little 
happier. <laughs> Millennials aren't tied Wait, down let, to let me, let me finish, jobs let me finish, for 40 let me, let me, plus let me finish, years. Let me finish this and then she can say all that. Okay. I mean, that may be Let's true. Let's look on the bright side, have... too, because if we just look on the, the negative, that's going to make us sad. Like, let's look on the bright side, too. Let me... Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me finish. I mean, they're just... <sighs> Nearly 40% of older millennials are predicted to lack adequate income to cover basic needs when we're 70. In other words, we're going to be broke in retirement. I don't believe that. We are... Continue. 40%. Continue. We are the most racially diverse and best educated adult generation in the U.S. history. And we also have the highest debt burden and still see growing wealth inequality, often along racial lines. While the white, typical white millennial family has about $88,000 in wealth, the typical black millennial family has only about $5,000 in wealth. That means white millennial families are about 5% behind white families of previous generations. Black millennials, though, are 52% behind black families of previous generations. So even previous generations of black families, they were wealthier than we are now. And where are these stats coming from? I'll say that. They came from, um, it's not clicking, Substack. I, I, I'll, I'll put all that in, in the, um. Like how accurate are them? The, these, them. these came from the federal, like the federal, okay. yeah, That's these are very accurate, yeah. Uh, sorry, so they're not behind, they're not 52% behind previous generations, they're 52% behind black families of previous generations um, who were also subjected to formal policies of discrimination. So keep that in mind, right? Like our discrimination has changed vastly from where it was years ago, yet we are, we had more wealth then than we do now. Lastly, millennials are also radically underrepresented in the halls of power. It's taking millennials nearly a decade longer to reach the representation in Congress enjoyed by earlier generations. Baby boomers stormed into Congress and basically never left, which is why the past decade has brought us the oldest Congresses in history. All right, Kim, you can go ahead and share all of your look on the bright sides. My look on the bright side. Are we happy with you? I am. Well, I mean, I'm, but I, I, but I think as whole, well, and I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. I think that when we look at the bigger, bigger scope Which is and what? the bigger picture of life in general, like, I believe, like, where your, where your heart is, your treasure is, right? So, like, what we, we focus on is where we, we get our wealth from, right? And I'm not, saying, I'm, I'm not saying monetarily, monetary value, but I will say... A lot of the stats that were given, millennials have a much better work-life balance than our, our parents did. Um, I can attest that my mom worked all of the time, which you've said that as well, that your mother was always working and that like your dad helped raise you, right? <laughs> Why are you laughing? 
I'm, I'm being for real, like, because one of, one or both parents would have to be gone. Like, even when I think of summers, there was no, like, parents staying home with their kids for summers and things like that. Like, that wasn't a thing. I think millennials have a much higher work-life balance. I think millennials have a lot better um, idea of setting boundaries of what they will and will not accept from employers. I think they press to focus on following after their heart's desires versus which is not biblical whatever which is which (laughs) which is a great thing like instead of being tied to a job for 40 plus years to get a certificate at the end like them thinking like oh here's your cake thanks like I think it's a much different um viewpoint on life if you will and I will say Um, As far as the whole black, white thing, I think black people are changing generational curses. I think they're talking about their feelings. I think we're in therapy more. I think that we're actually um, no longer believing the lie of what stays in this house or what happens in this house stays in this house and all of these things. I think the dynamic has changed in so many areas and facets of life. So no, maybe not monetarily. Are we... (laughs) Are we... Like Can't lining up, but I think millennials are doing great. So there's duality. Two things can I be true at once. You can have. You are absolutely correct. I said. But these things can also be true. And there's it can there's, be true, there's, but there's in a, inequality because that's what the article is about. Interesting. Why focus on? Because the if we focus on this, maybe we can do something. Maybe if we focus on the positive, we can do no. something too. If no one's talking about the inequality that's happening in money, then how do we change anything if no one's talking about? But it? I feel like people are always talking about the inequality of money. So then, eventually, maybe something will change. Is. Yeah. So let's look at the bright side of things. I just felt like the article was unfairly coming for no. millennials. No. Personally. No, it wasn't coming for millennials. It was saying there's a problem that needs to be changed. That's how I, I took heard. that. There's a thing called duality. Two things can be true at once. I mean, you repeated it. I yes, heard you the first because time. because I don't think uh, I think that we we as humans have a hard time sometimes of being like he could be a good father and still be a terrible husband, right? Like two things can be true. Very much so. Um, so you're at everything you said is absolutely correct, and millennials are still getting paid less and have excuse me, I shouldn't say they're getting paid less. Millennials have less wealth than they did when their parents were the same age. And well, that's okay to say that. Money. I'll We're talking about money. Question. We're talking about wealth dun, dun, of money. Dun. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's Why does everything got to be wrong in the world? Everything got to be a fire. Says the woman who decided to share. You know what? All right. Peace, y'all. <laughs>